Good afternoon, good afternoon. Actually, good evening. Monday, March 26th. It is 7.14 p.m. 79 degrees right now. We're looking at a high of 81 and a low of 69. As I always say, dress accordingly. I am Byron Terrell of Byron Terrell's Opinion right here on Anchor. What's good, y'all? First of all, I got to apologize because I know last week... I was short a segment, but you know, I got, I got a little busy, but I'm back. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a special segment right here. And also Shorty Red back. She off of vacation y'all. So I got her back in the building. Say what's up? Yo, Shorty Red in the building. I got, I got a couple more people here too. Some family members, you know, just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? They might talk some opinions out there, but today we going to talk about the Netflix joint, the new movie Roxanne. I seen it. Of course, I thought it was dope. That's why we're talking about it. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to have a couple of opinions. Shorty Red is back in the building. I know she got a whole bunch of stuff she want to say because not to, not to say she old, but she's from that era. Yikes. How long you been? You know what I'm saying? She's from that era. So I'm sure she got a lot she want to say about it. I'm not from the era, so it, it taught me a lot of things that I didn't know, first of all. And, be, and, and because of the movie, now I believe that she she never really got to me in my opinion she didn't really get the credit that she deserved. Right, as one of the pioneers. That's just female pioneers. She never did. That's just me. That's just me. Well, I, I would say worldwide she never got the never got the acclaim that she should have got. But in Queensbridge, oh, she the man. You know, it, it, the whole part about it was it showed the grind in the early days of hip hop when when people thought it wouldn't be around, and here it is, thirty years later. People retiring from the rap game, so she laid the groundwork for a lot of people to be out here eating the day. Which, which is why I feel it's needed. I felt that the movie was definitely needed. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to pay homage. You got to you got to get that credit where it's due. And for a female, because you know you hear a thousand stories about all the all the guys who pioneered the rap game, but y'all forgot this chick was out here nine years old, killing the whole projects with bars. You know what I mean? With straight bars, there was nobody that could take her down. And she was a little girl that was that was able to understand the grind, the vision, the hustle of what being a lyricist could do for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in the end, of, at the end of the day, it it, it had a lot of people stepping their game up. Yeah. It, it was damn near no chicks that could fuck with it, and niggas almost had the roughest time in the world trying to compete with her. So that was the part that made me really understand that gender plays no role in this. Talent is talent. Talent is fucking talent. And this is a that's a perfect game to show that. Yeah. Yeah, talent is talent. And, and that's a perfect place to get your respect, though. Because as hard as it is to get respect in a rap game, this is a young lady, <laughs> a, a, a young girl. She wasn't even a young lady yet, probably didn't even have a period. But she understood that if you had lyrics, you had respect. Facts. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what it was about back yeah. then. Yeah, but now, you know, you got to have your booty hanging out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, and that's just keeping it real. People take it back to lyrics. Wow, Moto. Anyway, <laughs> if people take it back to lyrics, I, I would love to see if if it were, if the videos wasn't never introduced and we had to go off straight lyrics, you would have some straight booger bears on the top of the charts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if it didn't have nothing to do with the way you look and it was all about content, would we know a Nikki? I mean, she cold. No, she, I mean, well, yeah, she got bars. I she got bars. I mean, you can't Definitely just take it 100% away, but I bet you we have more Queen Latifahs. 
Yeah. We have much more Queen Latifahs. Unfortunately, the world that we live in, we always, we like the negative stuff. Yeah. We give more power to the stuff that is... That is negative than positive. So we want to hear the, the gangster. We don't want to hear the go to school rap. We want to hear the shoot them up rap. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you know that's and that's and that's the world we live in. Off that. Yeah. They, they built the entire empire off of hating our own culture, and, and we so blinded, blindedly and, and subconsciously actually helped them to to not even give a fuck about us. You know, and I said that before, and people could take it however they want to. We want to holler Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives got to matter to black people. Yeah, see, back, see, back then, those type of lyrics meant something. Yeah. And you got that from that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I learned this from watching the movie, but I knew a little bit about it, but I'm going to say this. The reason, this is just one of my reasons that I feel she's so underrated. As an artist, first of all, she never got the accolade. You know, she never got the accolades. She never got nothing. She never got nothing. <clears throat> she never got nothing. But at the same time, she wasn't looking for nothing. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real Which humble person. Which is why she got it. Real humble know? person wasn't even looking for it. And it just happened to fall into her lap. But on the lyric side, and we know where, where she's from. She's from Queensbridge. Yeah. To me, she she's such an underrated rapper. That one of the, the kings, one of the kings in, in the game, although a woman, although she's a woman, this she brother was influenced. She yeah. was one of the biggest influences in this brother's his whole life, his whole career. And he became Nas, the, one of the greats in the game. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how underrated she is to me. Yeah. That's the power she had. And this dude went on to be, you know, we, we know. We already know what it is. We already know. We know what it is. Yeah. One of the greats, and I'm, I'm, he probably in a lot of cats' top five. Young or old, if you really want to talk about rap and lyrics and lyricism. Yeah, he's definitely a man. So we can take it there. But anyway, I'm explaining that the movie was needed because the 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 younger generation, not only not only the culture in general, but the younger generation, all the generations within hip hop that that has been thus far since hip hop has started needed to see this not just off of uh because it was being hip-hop but because of the stories it told yeah and the emotions it sold within the movie and, and i mean it, it gave people the the sight that hey you ain't the only one going through it for one yeah and it showed you ways that you can deal with it and it showed you how somebody else dealt with it and to me some Certain movies like that, and this was a real thing. So we're looking at a person's real life right here. To me, movies like that, stories like that, it makes you. It always makes you look at yourself and be like, "Man, I ain't, I ain't been through shit." What can I do more? You know, I ain't been through shit to be complaining. Yeah. About nothing in my nothing to look to you know to hear a story like that. To see the struggle that and the age. And the age. <laughs> to fit what she was going through with the age, it was like, damn, I ain't going through shit. My life ain't that damn hard. Right, but what you know what the movie showed more You know was not what you go through, but the movie showed your bounce back. You know what I'm saying? Old girl moved out the projects several times and had to move back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The story ended with her living in the projects, leaving out with her mama. You know what I'm saying? Coming right out that same project building that she lived in since she was fucking born. 
So it shows your bounce back because she had a nigga that she was out there doing her thing, and this nigga decided he wanted to get a little grabby, a little handsy. She has to move back to the project. Then she get up with a whole nother nigga, and she got to get out there and make her own way because what her mama was saying, you think you grown. It's not that she thought she was grown, but nigga, I got to be a grown-up for you, for the shit that you lacking. And which happens so often in the black community that we lose our childhood. And it's not just to blame it all on our parents, but sometimes the guidance ain't there. And when you got to be the parent and you're a child, you miss those childhood things. So maybe it is some grown-up people that got childish ways because, hell, they never got them out. I never got a chance to be a child because I'm out here supporting my whole family. And I'm a whole 12 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, you got to support your family and, and you a shorty. And the whole thing is that as black leaders, which is our parents, our mothers, our fathers, they forget that part because they so stuck on what they going through that they forget they supposed to be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't my fault you missed your B. Yeah. And now it's your turn to nurture me. And people forget that nurturing part and you end up with kids that can't stand their mama. I don't mess with my mama. You would have never heard that back in the day when people knew how to stick together. And when motherfuckers broke their back for their kids and did what they had to do, you would have never heard that back in the day. Man. More often than not nowadays, how many people, if I got a list of ten friends, it's probably six of them to say they don't fuck with their mama like that, and that's their whole mama. <laughs> that's their whole mama, but that that same lady made them have to grow up so fast yeah. that mama is not the word. They call their mama Brenda. <laughs> you know, they call their mama by her first name because they had, because because they had no, they had no guidance, they had no perimeter. Half of the time, you grew up with your mama. If she had you young. We damn the same. If she had you young, you grew up with your mama. Shit, you know what I'm saying. So by the time that you get on your feet and you looking at her like, damn, I done went through my whole life and got myself together. You older than me and you still ain't got your shit together. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, it's like the things that you would think you would want for your child, which is much better than what you have. People start to have jealousy, envy, competition with their own kids. Cause you see your kid, Hey, I got my life on track and I know what I want to do. I'm 25. You 45, you 45 and you still can't think about what you want to do. And so it's, it turns into an uh, envious competition to where you can't even be proud of your kid because you want to find a negative. Even when she was making it, they they walk around the neighborhood, they say, you saw, you saw Shantae? She in the newspaper. She in the newspaper. Her mama, the first yeah, thing popped out of her mouth was something negative. Yeah. What that girl that did now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is, this is like a stigma that we have because we forget that we made little kings and queens. And when they put their crown on, don't try to knock it off. Yeah. Adjust that motherfucker and make sure it's sitting on there properly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if she had been a person with less self-esteem and, and less get up and go about herself, she wouldn't have made half the shit that she did. Mm -hmm. If she would have sat there and listened to the only person that's supposed to be influencing her and uplifting her, which, her, which is her mom, she wouldn't have got up and did shit because her mama didn't believe in her past the word go. You know what? I got a, since we on that, I got a spoiler alert. If you if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. But you know what? I'm not gonna even say the names. We know what the we know what the movie was about. But anyway, uh, in the movie, she it was a girl she was uh, beefing with, right? And they made a whole little scenario about a whole little show about her uh, beefing with this with this young lady. I'm yeah, not even gonna say her name or whatever. Yeah, they, they made a uh, they made it to the and, whole uh, thing they tour. Right, right. It was the whole thing when they tour. Yeah. But some um outside of the tour. Some some negative things happen, I should say, right? 
And there's a scene there where both of those women had a conversation to let each other know that, you know, even though we going, you know, we out here hurting each other through these lyrics and going through this and you know what? We still sisters out here. And I got your goddamn back. Yeah. It's That's another reason. Game and it's only a couple of us. We got to stick together. That I yeah, and I and I feel the need to be seen by all the generations of the of this culture. Just period. Especially now. Hmm. Like, Especially just, now. Just to bring Especially up some, now. Some, from Lil Kim to Nicki, from to Nicki to Cardi B, y'all need to see that. Gee, fuck on wax. We should talk all the shit we want on wax, but in private, nigga, we having wine together, kicking it. They don't even know. Yeah. But I doubt those are the conversations that are yeah. being had these days. Because yeah. why? Niggas was humble back in the day. It's no yeah. humility in the game now. Yeah. It's and no see, humility. And see, that's the back end. I don't. I don't even know what year that was. Two thousand and and uh, I don't know. But y'all don't remember? What, what are you talking about? But when Kanye and uh, Fifty. Had they friendly? That was that was a that was a competition, but it was it was set up to be a competition, almost like a boxing match. Yeah, yeah, it was about you know, sales. We want for the. It was about these boxing, sales, but we finna go. We finna go hard though. If we finna go hard, we finna do this thing. I want. And they behind the scenes discussing this, trying to make it work. I want. It's a whole campaign. I want. So. Yeah, we are. Oh, we looking at shoes as we talking. Anybody on them, these uh, Air Max Vapor Max Plus. And we just put a plug on the Air Max. Air Max Vapor Max Plus. I wear a size get you eight. A pair, get you a pair of those. Barbara Terrell, ten and a half. Send them through. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> please send me a pair. I like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ten. I'm a ten I'll, in Nike. green, my favorite color. Let's go. But uh, yeah, yeah, well, anyway, that was my spoiler alert. We, we Let me get back on track. Uh... <laughs> We're gonna. Um, I'm gonna play some cuts real quick. When I come back, I'm gonna talk about the actress who actually played Roxanne Shantae. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it's dope. Her name is actually Shantae, oh, as well. Her, her real name is, is Shantae as well. But uh, the actress who played Roxanne Shantae, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm talk about her a little bit. And um, we're gonna basically give her props because this was her first role and she did a hell of a job I would say so we're going to give her her props and we're going to dig into uh, some other things that I think she might she might be getting that I want to see her do Okay. and uh, that's that I am Byron Terrell of Byron Terrell's Opinion right here on Anchor